Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twin Cities claps along at this time. <laughs> Hi, Twin Cities. Hello. Hi, world. Hello. Canada. Russia. We have Russian listeners. Hello, Canada. Hello, China. Hello, hello France. Hello, South Africa. Yes. Uzbekistan. Yeah, why not? They're all here. They're all partying. Don't forget, if you listen in a different country, we always want to hear from you. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. And the main reason we want to hear uh, is a little less personal interest, a little more ego-driven. <laughs> it makes us feel like a global show. That's right. Exactly. Well, uh, good morning, everybody. Here's a heads up that we can begin with. Uh, a lot of us in America are going to be looking at our phones at the exact same moment today. This is very exciting. I think it's kind of cool. I'm excited about this. My daughter is worried about this. She does not like any of the alarm systems. Oh, She really? doesn't like hearing tor- when an Amber Alert comes through. She finds that unsettling. Uh, when a tornado oh, sure. alarm goes oh, off, she finds that unsettling. So she was like, oh, Dad. 120. That's right. It's happening. I said, but this is a good thing. We know ahead of time. So it won't, it shouldn't startle you. Exactly. Right, Donna? You know it. 120 Central Time, 220 Eastern Time. Give us Pacific. 1120 AM. Okay. Our phones are going to, there's going to be an alarm that goes off. Okay. Earlier this year, the government announced that it had picked this day for a nationwide test of its emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts. So an alert is going to be sent to all radios. Hi. Televisions. Consumer cell phones. You don't need to do anything. Just ignore it. It's just like what you hear sometimes on our station. This is a test. This has been a test of the emergency broadcast system. Exactly. So, so happening on phones, televisions, and radios too. Correct. Which means it will be a a genuinely noisy time on planet Earth. Yes. The aliens out there who are searching for us, who by the way think we're aliens, they're going to be like, we heard a sound. Funny you bring up aliens because there is a conspiracy uh, theory. First of all, I like this. this all right. First good. of all, the actual purpose yeah. is to make sure the system works. But when there's an actual emergency, like a tornado, there's no time for troubleshooting. So it's just a brief interruption. Okay, some conspiracy theorists say they're avoiding it by leaving their phones off all day. May I read this? Please do. The music's really getting me jazzed. Mm. They claim that the alert on people's cell phones will be used to activate nanoparticles introduced into people's bodies. 
There are many conflicting explanations for how or why this will happen today at 1.20. But there's one video where a woman says that the test will trigger graphene oxide, which was put in people's blood through COVID-19 vaccines. And when that happens, the government will be able to monitor people and control them like remote controlled toys. Wow, this is crazy. Holly, can I get the music again? Sure. <laughs> the graphene oxide is not an ingredient in any COVID vaccine. And even if it was, scientists say you can't activate it. And it makes no sense that it could somehow interact with wireless networks. Oh, we're still on this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It also oh. isn't the first nationwide test to be sent through phones. Apparently, this happened back in 2021. You can kill the music. Okay. The big test. There you go. 120 today. But, but if your friends tomorrow are like, oh, it is time for me to eat now, <laughs> they left their phones on. Otherwise, turn your phone off, hide your head under a pillow, and let the time pass. How long is it going to last? I, I haven't seen that detail yet. Maybe 30 seconds, 60 seconds? Maybe. I didn't see that detail either. Huh. I am intrigued. I mean, it is kind of cool that we'll all pretty much be doing the same thing at the exact same time. Yeah, it is kind of fun, huh? It's kind of neat. I'm yeah. Let's see if I can find out how long it'll last. I don't know. Did you watch Dancing with the Stars? I did not, but I know who went home because I was reading a couple of articles about it this morning. One about the low scores for one contestant. I really want to see how Jason Mraz dances. I want to see if he was any good. Darn it. Why didn't I watch this? Do you know who went home? Yep. Do you want to tell everybody who went home? I don't know. I don't know what the viewing habits are of people. Are people DVRing Dancing with the Stars and watching it multiple days later? I don't know. I feel like you can just find it on Hulu. I guess if you don't have Hulu, then you're not going to have access to that. Oh, it's on Hulu. Wait. Or Disney Plus. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You you can find it. Okay. Yeah. Should I tell everybody who went home? Yes. Okay, here That was it comes. my lack of caring that responded. I'm <laughs> yes. sure, whatever. These live events, look, you either watch it live or you snooze your lose. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling you who went home. Here it comes. Spoiler alert. Jamie Lynn Spears went home. Let's look at some of these scores here. Wow. Mauricia got a 12 out of 30. More spoilers. Barry Williams. Oh, Greg no. Brady, he got a 15. Oh, Apparently boy. he's had a tough couple of first weeks. Oh, this has been on for two weeks? Yeah, this is week two. Wow. Yeah, it's all going pretty fast out there, Donna. The world, you know. Wow, there's some pretty low scores. And I think uh, Peta Murgatroyd? Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> I believe she said either the S word or BS <gasps> after they gave the, the scores oh, for really? her and Barry Williams. Here's my question. By the way, she's a great follow on like TikTok. Her oh, social know. media is very funny. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Does she dance? What, what's happening there? No, she does a lot of just like creative videos. A okay. lot of funny stuff. Uh, a lot of like sort of not dystopian, but you know, cynical views of marriage. She's married, you know, to Max Shmernakoff. Right. Yeah. From Dancing with the Stars, it's funny. You'd like it. Okay. 
Excuse me, I'm going to have to take this. Oh, did you get a call or a text message? That's oh, fun. It's a Bumble alert. No, it's not. Just kidding. Are you still was. bumbling? It was a Bumble I'm alert? I'm really not bumbling. Did someone just bumble you? I let friends swipe for me, and I have not looked since May I then. see the Bumble alert Absolutely that you just got? Absolutely not. Ooh, Here's yeah. my question. I have a I question see your about Bumble dancing. Profile. Just, no. I'm dying to see what picture did you use? What did you say about yourself? My only thought for the next four minutes would be you on Bumble. <laughs> no. Good. Say whatever you no. want to say. Does the person with the lowest score go home? I think there are then a bottom three, and then they decide. There's a vote. Someone's going home. Yeah, it's got to be an. Does the public vote? Right? vote? I, I really, don't, I really don't know very much about this show. It's been a long time since I've followed it closely. Because Jamie didn't have the the lowest score. She had not, a sixteen. Yeah, and there are five people under her. One, two, three, or four. Interesting. I gotta go. All right, Donna. We'll see you later. All right. See you later. Bye. When we come back. Oh, I, 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 I got pickleball training. Okay. We will find out. There's a lot riding on what happened yesterday afternoon with Donna Valentine. We yeah. will get an update on her first pickleball experience. I also did another uh, Timu experiment. We'll see if any of this pays off. We'll get into it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071, where talk is fun. There's a love affair blossoming in here. <laughs> Donna accidentally matched with somebody on Bumble. I do it all the time. I'm like, ah! And then I throw the phone across the yeah, room. Yeah, that doesn't help. The panic. I asked if there was a way, can you unmatch? Can you say, no, no. rescind your match? Nope. So now do you have to send this person a message and say, dear sir or madam, it is with great <laughs> regret that I inform you our match was an it's accidental. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just not going to do anything. You didn't even it. let me look at these guys no. as you were like, oh, he's cute. Oh, he's cute. He's too rustic. I didn't get any of these. Let me just look at these people. <laughs> I, I know. Just... I'm so shallow, too. I'm not even reading their bios. Yeah. Match. <laughs> match. Yeah. He's like, out on parole. <laughs> no longer <laughs> violent. And Donna's like, he's cute. All right. I guess we'll talk with him. As the man who's going to have to presumably give you away someday at the altar. <laughs> I just feel like I should, I want to be a part of this. No, thank you. All right. Okay. Um, I played pickleball for two hours and 15 minutes yesterday. That's a long haul wow. pickleball. I know. And let me tell you, I am very sore almost everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a long period of, of my, physical activity. Oh, my core is killing me. All right, where did you play and who did you talk into playing with you ahead of our scheduled practice today after the show? So it's I was invited to play with my friend Jeline, who mm. goes to your church, oh, works Jeline. for your yeah, yeah, yeah. church. Yeah. She's really good. So she gave me some pointers and I am happy to report that I am a pretty good server. All right. That's important. That is big money. Big money. Yes. Very important. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know all the terms. We were just doing the basics. She's like, let's have you serve. So I would serve for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Great. Just nothing but serving. And then, you know, returns and, and remind everybody in pickleball, does the ball have to hit on your side as you serve it? Or is it it's off of your paddle over their net? Correct. But the, the ball thing. has to bounce. Before you return it. 
yes. on the on the serve, yes. right? Because you, you've played. Right. But then after that, if somebody hits it in the air, as long as you're not in the kitchen, that front area near the net, or don't end up in the kitchen as a result of your forward momentum, you can hit it on the fly. Yes. If the ball does, let's say, look like it's coming into the kitchen area, mm-hmm. it has to bounce first. Okay. Throughout the game. Okay. Only in the kitchen it has to bounce. Okay. You could let it bounce. Did you get involved in any ping, ping, ping where the ball wasn't touching the ground? Any back and forth? Very much so. Very much. Very satisfying, huh? Very fun. And then I don't know what you call that spiking maneuver. Uh Uh-huh. A dink? No, that's not a dink. No, I think a dink is when it just sort of just falls just past the net. I don't know that for sure. Okay. All right. We were making up words. We're like, okay, when it comes back, let's practice just... Boop. I'm like, okay, boop. Oh. Is it a dink? We have no internet. Oh, that's right. We the have internet no internet, coming. everybody. Yeah. If so, you're even hearing us so right now, this we is a probably, modern marvel. Yeah. We're not going to really have much of a show without the internet. Yeah. Because we've got a lot of things that are internet-based. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Uh, oh. See, now you know why I print everything. That's right. Suck no, it. no, but no, we read it this morning. This is already We're in our hearts. Fine. This is going to be a good test for you. This will be great. Learn something about yourself. Okay. I just okay, like to have to safety nets. Okay. So, um, uh, you do need to have some decent shoes. Hodge your trode hogs or whatever you're working with. New Balance. Your New Balance. And they were this. running shoes and they're light. Yes. No ankle support. My oh. ankle hurts today. Yeah, you oh. need those hard court shoes. Yeah, got to yeah. get court shoes. It's a thing. Because huh. it just was not a good situation. My feet hurt. Yeah. I'm going to need more details on the rules, but it seems like a very fun, very addictive sport. Yes. yes. Like, Jalene had already played for more than three hours in the morning. Wow. And then spent another 2.15 with me. Sheesh. Which was very generous of her. Thank you, Jalene. Love you, girl. So, did you feel it had been a long time since you had done like anything like a tennis or anything like that? Yeah, so, racquetball, that type of thing. Yeah, you yep. used to play racquetball. Did you feel like yeah, it, it all came back to yeah, you? Yeah, it's muscle, muscle memory. memory. Yeah, for sure. I think... So, you don't feel like you're going to suck? No, I think I'm going to be better than you think. All right, now I bet. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Low I bar, mean, low bar. The, the, the difficulty great. is when... We're going to have to call some shots because I'm not great with the backhand. Mm. I over, you know, exert and then it goes out. Yeah, right. We're going to have to call some shots. We like, need a lot of communication. Yes. I got this. Right. Yeah. Like, let me get it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. if I have to do a backhand, I'm going to need you to cover for me if you're on the other side. Well, and this is going to be the great uh, linchpin for Lori and Julia. Julia is oh, the Julia's best pickleball gonna lose player. Her mind. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But Lori, He's going to be so mad playing with people who don't know what they're doing. I've said I think it could end their show if all goes wrong. You know, we could see a big enough blow up maybe. Or maybe the Lori and Julie show goes off the air. I don't know. The stakes are high. They're high at Project Down to Dirty. They're high. They're high. And uh, I'm I'm imagining we're playing doubles because playing singles is not easy. Yeah, I think th- it's show versus show. So yeah. I think it's all two versus two. I wish okay. there was a one-on-one component to it as I, well. I think the only one-on-one component that I can confirm right now yes. is that me and Grant love it are playing each other as a little warm-up. That's awesome. Oh. To get y'all ready. Man and woman, no. This yeah. is great. And I have never Fantastic. played pickleball in my life. You might enjoy it. You might enjoy it. I, I mean, I was sweating. Yeah, I was so hot indoor when I court, left. Indoor court you played at? Yes. I played at the um, Lifetime in Bloomington. Are we playing indoor or outdoor today? Indoor. Indoor. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the weather today, so maybe it'll get a little squirrely. Indoor is great because you get like a basket of balls, kind of mm-hmm. like you do when you play golf. You That's, know, when yeah, you're... like a driving range. Exactly. And then you suck them up with this, like, tube. Oh. And you just... When you collect the balls, you just oh. go up to each of them and put that big tube over the balls, and then you dump it into your into your basket. Okay, again, it's great, fun. I'm gonna love it. Great, we're I'm, gonna love it. I'm I'm happy that you're not coming in like, oh, I sucked. No, I don't want to do this anymore. This is your. This is great. It's good. Donna. It's good. I'm gonna have fun. I love it. I mean, we'll find out how I am. I haven't played this in multiple years. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I thought you just played in Florida recently. No. Okay. Who'd you play with? And where? Family. Um, not at a real court. My parents have a really big driveway. Like, on okay. A, so we so were you... able to map out that. And then we had a pickleball net that we bought. Okay. And then, I, so we, we played did it that there. too in my neighborhood. Pick up pickleball, essentially. But we played okay. it and we had like a... Two different trips home to my parents' house, and that's the only time that I've played with different relatives, cousins, aunts, uncles, and cool. it got really competitive because, like, you really, you really want to win. Oh, for sure! Like the, you're going to flip that switch, Donna. We're going to go competitive mode. We might. Who cares if we burn bridges with our fellow on-air staff? We hardly know them anyway. We do our show <laughs> in this little silo. We come and we go. You know, that's right. We're like, hi, how are We're you? We're not Bye. meeting up at the lunchroom with these people. Good point. Let's good point. burn bridges. I love it. All right, so this is good because you know the lay of the land when it comes to the rules and everything. Yeah, I you know dipped my toe in the pickleball water, and. I just need to learn some of the details of the game. Yeah, and that that's what PD&D is really going to do for us, too. The prep that we'll get there is going to be less yeah. intensive, very instructive. Yes. It's going to be fun. I was out looking for some clothes last night. How'd that go? Uh, not great, not great. Mm, but I've got, I've got shoes ordered. I've got socks. Okay. Uh, and so I'm dressing myself from the bottom up, you know. And, I'm bringing my shoes back. Oh, yeah, you got to do new ones? Yeah, I can't wear those. Whereas I got the actual court shoes. After all that, I was like, well, as long oh, as I okay, can wear good. these later in life, and I'm sure I'll be able to, we'll do okay, that. same. Also so, bought like $7 AirPods on Timu. Yeah, I'm good sure they'll you. be arri- arriving in like 30 days. They'll be great. Hey, you know, we would love to tell you what's coming up, but 
We have no idea. Oh, no, I know it's coming up. Oh, I, I want to tell you about a, a 60 Minutes interview I saw last night that will have had me second-guessing my thoughts on a possible criminal. Hey, guys, you're my best friends. It's Stevie Boy. For my buddies at the Canopy Group, uh, what do you got? Kids coming home right now? Maybe the grandkids have been saying, oh, I got some homework that I got to do now. Uh, you have a little homework to do as well, but stay with me. I can outsource it for you. You're not going to have to do anything. When's the last time you checked in on your homeowners and auto insurance? Probably a long time, right? Because you just do it once. Nobody wants to do it. And then you're like, all right, set it, forget it, whatever. Just deduct it from my account. Here's what could be happening, though. Most policies uh, are six-month policies. And so every six months, the insurance companies have an opportunity to, well, adjust your rates. And that is a euphemism. Generally, that means increase your rates. And if you're just dealing with one insurance company, you're not shopping. It's just, okay, that goes up, that goes up, and it happens every six months. At the Canopy Group, A, they get you into a 12-month policy. And B, they get you options because they have 16 different insurance companies that they partner with, which means every 12 months, locking in a lower rate longer, they will continue to make sure that you're getting the best coverage at the best price. Check them out today. TheCanopyGroup.com Hey y'all. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna. It's Steve. Right here on My Talk 107.1 where talk is fun. Alright, Steve is watching 60 Minutes. How many uh, prescription ads did you see? Well, I watched mine a la carte last night. Oh, I see. So my mother sent me a link and she said, hey, you should watch this. This is about this guy who was involved in the big crypto crash Mm. and all that kind of stuff. So um, I watched it. Sam Bankman Freed. You've heard his name. You might remember last year we talked about the big FTX cryptocurrency crash that happened he was a part of a crypto exchange remember like tom brady larry david shaquille o'neal steph curry yes they had all been endorsing this and then the the whole thing went belly up just absolute Mm -hmm. belly up there was a really good piece on him last night it was a two-segmenter all right d-bone say two-segmenter Two segmenter. And those are the ones we like. It was on 60 Minutes. It was very good. So it was an interview with him. No. It was um, about him. Let me see if I can get the name of the author. Wow, it's definitely not Lewis Black. Hang on one second. <laughs> okay. Tell everybody the date and temperature. Michael Lewis is his name. Okay. Uh, the author, Michael Lewis. So this is an interview with Michael Lewis, who years ago... Someone reached out to him, some Silicon Valley friend of his said, hey, would you be willing to meet with this kid, this this Sam Bankman Freed kid who's in his like early late 20s, early 30s at the time? He's doing something. He's like really blowing up. And I just want to see if you judge his integrity, his character. Take a walk with him in the mountains. They did a hike somewhere. And this this author, Michael Lewis, who's done a lot of nonfiction writing, he does profile pieces on people. You know, he's a journalist. He gets to know people long form style. So he's got a pretty good gauge for like, is this person on the up and up or what's going on here? Sure. He said he starts walking with this guy who had gone from being worth nothing just a couple of years ago to being worth over $22 billion what? in the world of crypto. How old of a guy is he? Uh, this is late 20s, early 30s Holy is, cow. is when this happened. Wow. And, uh, he was like, listen, 
as he was walking with the guy, he was like, of course, I'm doing the due diligence for my friend, but I quickly realized something's going on with you. Like, this is a story that I want to cover. Can I start to cover you? Can we just get together? Can we meet? Can I help tell your story? They agreed to it. So he gets access to him long before FTX collapses. And you've maybe heard of this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, and the FTX collapse, and again, the celebrity endorsements that were attached to it. Uh, but And maybe you just think, oh, here's some shysty guy who was out there and kind of ran a Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme, and that's it. You walk away, though, from this from this interview. And again, I think whether or not you care about this stuff, it was just a really well-done piece on 60 Minutes. But you walk away... With a challenged view, which I think is good for us to not throw everybody into the black and white of life always or the good guy or the bad guy. There's a complexity here to him. This guy went to MIT, wickedly smart, wickedly talented. Adele Dazim. This dude is smart. However, he doesn't know how to run a company. And then the company becomes very big. So he started trading cryptocurrency. And then he was like, wait a minute. What if I started a crypto exchange? Because you realize all these crypto places where you can trade cryptocurrency, uh, none of them are perfect. Maybe I can make a better one. And rather than playing at the casino, what if I just built a better casino? And so I become a cryptocurrency exchange. And every time somebody trades cryptocurrency, I get a little incremental amount of money. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter okay. if the crypto goes up or goes down. You're the casino, right? You're the house. Right. This is how he very quickly amassed billions of dollars and he's just this guy and so it's that, a is it an actual casino no no it's like an no i'm referencing that like it's, as an example exactly yes. he was okay. trading crypto and then he thought he was gambling and then he thought better to just own the casino i have a, my own cryptocurrency exchange famous people start reaching out to him uh in fact the, the author michael lewis is in the room when uh this guy says hey i have, I have a call today with and he's very like you know He's a very nerdy guy, very ill-dressed. Hair is just crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at pictures right now, yeah. Doesn't care about any of that. And the, the author said, well, who's your call with? Anna Wintour. Oh, He wow. has no clue who Anna Wintour is. Anna Wintour then calls him, and he finds out by the end of the Zoom, as the author is sitting out of frame, so Anna doesn't even know that he's there, she's trying to get him, FTX, to sponsor the Met Gala. She reaches out to one of the least fashionable people on the planet, <laughs> And says, will you sponsor this? Because why? He's got a ton of money. A lot of people then start flocking to him. Celebrities want to be near him. We find out in this 60 Minutes piece, Tom Brady, to endorse FTX. How much? $55 million. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, Tom Brady got paid $55 million. Well, that's why everyone's endorsing it. And I believe they said it was like 20 hours of work spread out over two years. It was something like that. And they were like, boy, what an hourly rate. Steph Curry, $35 million. Larry David for that Super Bowl commercial, which cost $25 million to produce. Larry David gets $10 million. Shaq makes a bunch of money. They say Tom Brady really developed like an affinity for this kid, like really just cared. This kid, you know, I mean, he's in his 30s. But, you know, cared about him. And there was the juxtaposition of... Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, who's on trial today, by the way. It's just started yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. For the FTX collapse and what went on and was there fraud and was it knowing and all that kind of stuff. Super interesting hearing about those celebrity pieces of it. But then it goes on and it's just this really, you're not necessarily convinced at the end of it that he was out to do ill against anyone. He wanted the money that he made 
he wanted to fund defense against existential threats. So he wanted to put all the money Hmm. into philanthropic causes and didn't care about the money. The money was just a means for doing good. So as the author put it, there might be a doctor who says, I want to go do good and I'm going to go to a third world country and provide medical services. And that's great. But if you're one doctor, you're limited in in how much care you can offer and how much good you can do. Right. Whereas Sam Bankman Freed thought, what if I just made a ton of money? Couldn't I fund hundreds of doctors to go exponentially increase the amount of good that is done there? Sure. There's even a rumor, not to get political, that he offered, he thought that America as a strong country presented a, our best option, our best defense against a bunch of existential threats, that if we are together as a country, we could help ward off many of these. He also wanted to fund against the next pandemics, like making sure that we push those okay, off or so, all this sort of stuff. He wanted good, but they say that... What What is he accused of? Well, well, let me get to the one last juicy oh, thing sure. that he said. In wanting to raise money to fend off existential threats to our country and the world, at, for that matter, the rumor is that he offered, and Michael Lewis says that this really happened, that he made an offer to former President Donald Trump a certain amount of money to not run because his view was that that would shake the the strength of the democracy. And so if we want to keep the democracy strong to fight off existential threats, mm-hmm. he felt personally that Donald Trump would weaken the democracy and the, the, the togetherness of our country. Apparently he made an offer for $5 billion. Shut up. Wow. Now, why wasn't he able to offer that? Because by the time that came around of like, well, why didn't that follow through? By the time any of that got going anywhere, and Trump's people haven't responded to any of that saying that they did that. They say that maybe there was a person who came back and said, well, this would be the number. But that didn't come from the former president. So that's all a little hearsay. But by the time all that came up, he had no money left because FTX had collapsed. So there are charges of uh, essentially what sort of a scheme was he running People lost millions and millions of dollars in cryptocurrency, but still, you got to put real, actual dollars in to purchase cryptocurrency. It was just a really well done. It sounds I just sat fascinating, back actually. And drank it all up. It was like twenty five minutes, and it's two. It's a two segments on sixty minutes. You can watch it on YouTube, even if you didn't DVR it or you don't have it on demand. You can watch it on YouTube. Tell everybody the guy's name again. Sam. Sam, Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, the guy behind the rise and the fall of FTX, that big cryptocurrency exchange that imploded last year and really shook the cryptocurrency industry at large. Um, and the new book all about him by this author, Michael Lewis, who I really enjoyed listening to him last night. He was He's a good interview. Michael Lewis, his book is called Going Infinite, and it just came out yesterday. Is that book about? All about Sam Bankman-Fried, all about the the, the FTX story okay and it sounds like you'll get you know some of those juicy celebrity details that he was sprinkling out there as well yesterday okay. 55 million dollars tom wow. brady gets that that. Uh, that is mind-blowing for 20 hours of work correct unbelievable um okay so oh he cut his hair by the way uh, for court and that's nice. yeah <laughs> that's nice that is good yes. i think okay. that was appropriate okay but i'll be very curious i don't know i didn't walk away with a with a feel, I don't. I don't know if he knew. I don't know if he knew that there were 
shady things going on behind the scenes. You, but it it just murkies the water a little bit. You want things to be black and white, bad right. guy or good guy, right? But there's often a lot of gray. Indeed. You ever think of that with like murderers? I hate to get deep here and dark, but like murderers don't spend their whole lives thinking of finally murdering someone, but they generally have a very normal life and a life filled with all sorts of love and happiness and joy. It's not like they was such a great neighbor. Exactly. He waved every day. And then one day something snaps goes really, really unless you're a serial, unless you're a serial serial killer. Exactly. I know you'd get us back to serial killing by <laughs> not too long. Alrighty then. Um, we gotta go. We gotta go. Well, let's leave then. All right. We're not gonna go, go. We're just gonna temporarily go, but we're gonna come back. I thought this was interesting. The very first athlete to make Forbes list of the 400 richest Americans. Do you think you know who it is? I will share it with you. And if you see something, say something when we come right back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. That's us. Holly Roberts here for one more segment. Uh, segment. Hi, girl. Segment. Wow. And that segment is this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Michael Jordan has made bank over the years from the NBA, of course, and endorsement deals and all that stuff. Other business ventures. He sold his stake in the Charlotte Hornets earlier this year. Stake. And that bumped up his fortune quite a bit because he is now worth around $3 billion. And he is the first athlete. This surprised me. I don't know why. To make the Forbes list of 400 richest Americans. He comes in at 379. Embarrassing. Who do you think tops the list? Elon. Yep. 250. Oh my God. He's so rich. $251 billion. I can't express how, how much, much money, money that, that is. is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Pixel ball. ball. Oh, Donna. <laughs> Oh my God. That's so much money. Billion. What is it? He gives some of that away. Well, I'm me, sure. I'm I sure. Mean, okay, I'm me. sure he has. Uh, former President Donald Trump dropped off the list this year. Um, the cutoff to make this year's list was 2.9 billion. Uh, the usual suspects: Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, the Walton family. How do you say this? The the Koch family. The Koch family. No, Cokes. K-O-C-H? Yeah, who are they? Oh, well. Koch brothers? Yeah, the Koch brothers. They, you know, have stuff. Well, well, you know, the Koch oil oil refinery, for example, out, you know, Coke. Yes. They they have many business interests, and they like to do things with their money. Carry on. Okay. Thank you. 
Uh, some other notable names that are a little bit uh, down on the list include Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, Patriots owner Robert Kraft, George Lucas, Steven mm. Spielberg, mm. WWE boss Vince McMahon. Yeah. Wow. People are rich. People are rich. There's a lot of money in circulation. Let me see. Okay. Two, let's go back to the $250 billion. Okay. And this would be, I just asked the internet, help me understand. I should have asked Chad GPT. Help me understand like $250 billion. But it's just saying, it's, it's really just giving you the billion things. But the difference between a million and a billion, because then the difference between a billion and a hundred billion is the same as the difference between a million and a billion. Wow. And he, we're going from a billion to two hundred and fifty billion. One million dollars stacks to forty three hundred inches. Okay, that's a thirty story high building. Oh my gosh! One billion dollars stacked are one hundred and twenty four times taller than the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building on the planet. All right, that's not super helpful for me. That's a lot of money. Thank you. Yeah. Good day. Steve. I'm looking at more things Don't about leave. the billions. Don't leave us. I'm here, but now I'm just. I know you're distracted. I just want to know more. It's okay. I would like the money. Powerball. Powerball. Don't forget tonight. I don't know how much it's worth, but it's, it's over a, a lot. Billion. It's a lot of money. It's over a billion. Okay. I did uh, put money in for you and myself. Okay. I'll give you. You got to give it back to me because if we win. I'll be like, yeah, you never paid for the ticket. I could see that so easily with you. I would. I could see you someday. The fact that you haven't been in like a Judge Judy kind of a courtroom yet with a neighbor dispute is I'm thinking shocking. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any change? I got a $5 oh, bill here. Oh, I have a $5 well, bill right here, everybody, right here. I think I only have... Abraham uh, Lincoln is on this. This is the a 2013 edition of the $5 bill. I'd like to see some old bills. I'd like to see dollar bills through the years because they've changed, you know. I do know. They've no, made some of these, like like the big five in the bottom corner, but the rest of them oh, have yeah. small fives. Oh, that's a good observation. Yeah. I never even think about that. I wonder if it's the same for a 20. Oh, let me go deeper into my wallet, everyone. When okay. will it stop? Right. Uncle Penny Bags? Yes. <laughs> oh, this $20 bill I have here. All right. Let's go back to see something, say something. Okay, Donna, you got me all excited about money and now Powerball. Sorry, here, it's there's my fault. a five. You give me three bucks back now. If you don't pay me that back, I'm going to counter sue you, and you'll win nothing. When Damn we it! Win now Powerball. I owe you two dollars because I can you only owe me give you three dollars. I know, but here's one back. All right, fine. You owe me two more dollars. Okay. See, guys, anyone can do radio. Will you take it in quarters? <laughs> yes, regrettably, I will. Yeah. Okay, I'll work on it. Hey, Idris Elba is in therapy therapy for being a blank aholic. If you guessed Alk, you're wrong. Workaholic. Oh, really? He says, I work in an industry that I'm rewarded for those unhealthy habits. I hear your change rattling around. Okay. <laughs> I need to save this for church. He says, I, <laughs> I could work 10 days on a film. Underwater sequences, holding my breath for six minutes and come back and sit in my studio and feel relaxed. More so than sitting on the sofa with the family, which is bad, right? This is the part where I've got to normalize what makes me relaxed. It can't all be work. 
So he says he's been going to therapy, trying to get through this. He wants to change his mindset because nothing extreme is good. Everything could use some good balance. He's a DJ, right? Wasn't he a club he is a DJ? Yeah. Yeah. So when he says studio, that's what he's talking about. I don't. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He also did a little rapping too, from what I remember. I can't see you being a workaholic. <laughs> you know, I had a day yesterday where I, I, it's the basic things in life, right? That actually can make a difference. But I went out in the morning, got a piece of paper and I had a bunch of just stuff to get done. A lot of just ancillary floating side things that I needed to get done and check off. What a power in a to-do list. I know so many of you type A's are like, yeah, you dummy. Of course. That's why we use them all the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm just telling you as a person who doesn't use them often, and I prefer to just let things rattle around and Mm, create tension all throughout the day. Gotcha. (laughs) It's amazing when you write things down on paper, how it leaves your brain, because you know your brain says off switch now because it's on that paper. So we don't have to worry about remembering it. Right. And then going through and crossing things off like a B-I-I-H yesterday felt really, really good. Good for you. Thanks. And then I was like, you know what? And if I don't get through every one of them, that's okay. I'm still going to have the sheet here. And then those other unfinished things will start the next day's list. It's almost like you just discovered paper. (laughs) 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 And the way you're like over explaining it. (laughs) <laughs> to everybody. And you like, will need a writing utensil for this. Right. And then um, you write down what you have to do. And once you're done, then you cross it off. And there's something that feels really good about that. Thank you, Socrates. Donna, <laughs> you need to let me be vulnerable and share these small picture okay. pieces. All right, sorry. Uh-huh. Also, Brian Austin Green, I read something interesting about him on People this morning. Uh, he says he spent over four years recovering from stroke-like symptoms. Oh, my God. Caused by his diet. He went and saw all these medical professionals, couldn't figure out why he was feeling so bad. He was having trouble concentrating, having trouble reading. At one point, said felt like he was just like shuffling around, like his motor skills were diminishing. What? Then he finally starts tapping into some like Eastern medicine kind of stuff and meets with like a dietitian as well. And they were like, oh, yeah, you've got stuff going on inside of you. As a result of it was internal inflammation from gluten and dairy, which, okay. by the way, people.com spelled as diary. I let it slide. Oh, yeah. That's a pet peeve of mine when I'm watching the news and there's a misspelled something, something. Just know that when there is a misspelled something, your frustration is felt also in the control room as right. well. When someone's like, dang it, who wrote that lower third? Right. Guys, right. the person in charge of the these. Chiron or whatever you call it. Does he still call it Chiron? Not a ton, but that's correct. Yeah. Let's let Holly leave. I'm sure she's already out the she's door. She's gone. She already left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We got Zamboni. He's coming in next. We've got a little music news coming your way and a dirt alert. Stay right there. It's Don and Steve on my talk.